Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Bitcoin world. It's Brian here, the UK Bitcoin master. Welcome back to yet another show, um, uh, Bitcoin for Beginners. Um, As always, please like this video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at UK Bitcoin master. You can follow me on Steemit at Buzz27 and also DTube on Buzz27. Today is Monday the 18th of June 2018. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I know I did. Um, But I want to get into my topic for today. Um, It is something that we don't really talk about, and that is the legacy that we leave behind for our loved ones. And I want you to think about this for a moment. I want to draw some comparisons uh, between maybe leaving a will, a standard will for your loved ones, and then leaving your Bitcoin for your loved ones. And if I could do a poll, and I can't, I'm relatively new to YouTube, but I know there is a way of doing that. The question I would ask is to all of you, how many of you feel that if anything suddenly happened to you, your loved ones, your closest to you, could access your Bitcoin? Now, that's not really relevant, is it, if you've got maybe 100 quid worth of Bitcoin today, but what if that 100 quid worth of Bitcoin in a couple of decades' time is worth a couple of thousand or 20,000? What if you've got one, two, three, four, five Bitcoin? What is that going to be worth, you know, over the next decade or, or two? What if you've got a decent stash of Bitcoin and something happens to you suddenly? You know, we all go through life, I think, subliminally feeling that nothing, you know, sinister is going to happen to us. But you've only got to look around you and the people that suddenly have a heart attack and die. The people that leave home today said they'll be back in an hour and they don't turn up because they've been in a horrific car crash or whatever reason it might be. And if you've got a will made out, a traditional will, of course, there's the, the grieving process, there's the burial process. And then, of course, there's the, you know, 
distrib distribution or distrib distributing, sorry, um, <coughs> excuse me, of your estate. Um, and of course, you know, your will is left, it's with a solicitor, um, you know, and the estate gets distributed um, based on your last will and testament. But now let's swing across and let's have a look at what happens with Bitcoin. If you've got any common sense, your Bitcoin is going to be on a Trezor or a Lego Nano, Nano and um, you're not going to put that in your will, are you? Um, because when you buy Bitcoin and you hold it on an external hardware wallet, nothing happens with taxes or inheritance unless you spend it or claim it. So in terms of hodling your Bitcoin um, for your future and for your loved one's futures, you know, that doesn't want to go on a will. So let's look at an example of, let's say, you know, you've got a will made out and suddenly, you know, you leave this mortal coil. You know, your estate's going where you want it to go to. But in terms of your Bitcoin, if anything happens suddenly, ask yourself a question. Can my immediate loved one or loved ones get to my trezor? Can they access the Bitcoin that's on my trezor? And nine times out of ten, the answer is no. And yet, you know, that can be catastrophic if anything suddenly were to happen to us and we had a decent amount of Bitcoin. So, you know, think about it. You know, when you buy a Trezor, I cannot speak for Lego Nano, Nano because I don't know anything about it. Um, I've been very impressed with Trezor. Um, I know about Trezor, but I can't speak for the Ledger Nano, but I would guess it's one and the same. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, with a Trezor, when you get your Trezor, when it arrives, and I encourage every one of you, no matter how much Bitcoin you've got, to go and buy a Trezor, you know, is a um, £1,000 or dollars worth of Bitcoin worth... 130 euros, 140 euros, 130 quid, 110 quid, whatever it is, on a hardware wallet. You know, would you want to lose a thousand quid for a hundred odd? And the answer is really no. So I'm doing all I can to encourage people to not leave their Bitcoin on exchanges because they can be hacked. I'm encouraging people to control their own private keys. Um, when I got into Bitcoin, I put all my Bitcoin on paper wallets, which are very, very safe as long as you don't have a fire or they get submerged in water or you lose them or whatever. And that obviously can happen. Um, and then the challenge was when I got my Trezor, how the hell I get it off my paper wallets, which was a bit of a nightmare. So paper wallets are good, but they're not good if you want to move your Bitcoin really, really quickly and you don't know what you're doing. You can lose it. So a Trezor is fantastic because once you've got your Bitcoin on it, um, if we have any future forks or dividends, as they're called, Trezor will split them for you. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about trying to get them off paper wallets like I have had to do and you could lose you know, your Bitcoin and your um, your crypto dividends. Um, so get them on a Trezor. So you buy your Trezor and it turns up. And what actually happens is Trezor, you put your Bitcoin on the wallet and you don't need to worry about a private key because it continuously randomly rotates your wallets. Okay. What you do need to keep really, really securely is a little bit of cardboard that comes. There's two that come with a Trezor. 
And when you first plug your Trezor in, it walks you through a process of writing on that cardboard. It was when I bought mine, it may have changed, but it's probably the same. 24 words in order. So a word shows up on your Trezor, you write that down in box number one on the cardboard. Then you click continue, the next word you write it down. Then it asks you to go through and verify it, and it's on those that cardboard, and you do it twice if you've got any common sense, which is great. Fantastic, no problem. So you've got your um, your um, your seed, if you look, your recovery seed, that's called. And what does that mean? People say to me, so what happens if I break my Trezor, or if it stops working, or if it gets stolen, or you know it's in a fire, or whatever? That's not a problem, as long as you've got your recovery seed, because you can simply buy another Trezor, plug it in, and you can recover all of your Bitcoin onto that new Trezor, with your recovery seed. So all of a sudden, that recovery seed becomes like gold dust. Yeah, real gold dust. But here's the challenge. What are you going to do with that recovery seed? Uh, I met somebody in Bitcoin recently in my locality, which was really great. And he explained to me that he's covered his with half of his seeds in one place or half of the words, half in another place etc. Which is great, but can your spouse or your nearest and dearest access them? Do they know where they are? So for me, it is about maybe putting one of them in a bank deposit box, putting one of them in a cash tin at home, putting one of them onto a USB that's encrypted and never putting that USB online, and then notifying your loved ones of how they might access that, okay? So the first thing they would do is they'd need to know what your um, what your passphrase is, if you will, to get onto your USB, or they'd need to know how to get into your bank safety deposit box, which of course you then could leave in a will. So, you know, most people that are just getting into Bitcoin, they never stop and consider, um, the absolute importance of taking care of your private keys or your recovery seed and ensuring there's a chain of events that if anything happens to you, you know, your loved ones can, you know, access your, I'll say Bitcoin, but I could say fortune, couldn't I? You know, one, two, three Bitcoin in a couple of decades time or even five years time, 10 years time could be worth a fortune. Why, if you're new and watching this video? Because there's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoins mined. There's already been something like 17 million mined, I believe, at the moment. Um, we have a halving of how many are mined every four years, and that will diminish right up to 2141, I believe it is, when the last Bitcoin will be mined. If you consider three or four million when Bitcoin wasn't worth much. People bought it and, you know, didn't look after their keys, so they lost their private keys, which means they've lost their Bitcoin forever. Many people have thrown hard drives away with their keys on, you know, never to be recovered, and those Bitcoin can't ever be recovered by anyone. 
okay? So if you take 17 million mine ballpark and say 3 million, you know, are lost forever, when we get 21 million, there's only ever going to be 18 million Bitcoin in existence. So if you've got one Bitcoin, you know, you've got I think an 18th of a millionth, I can't get that right. If you've got one Bitcoin and, you know, there's there's um, a million, I, I lose the figures. But basically, if you've got a Bitcoin and there's only 18 million ever produced, you know, you're in the top few percent of Bitcoin owners in the world. So you may not think that today when you buy your Bitcoin, but I want you to um, start to grasp long-term thinking. OK, I've said this on numerous videos in the past and you can below there's links to my last, I think, five videos that I've done on each new video that I produce. There's links to to me being on um, the Adam Meister show, the Bitcoin Meister show um, several weeks ago, which if you're not following Adam Meister, you need to be following Adam Meister. Um, there are links to where you can buy your Trezor from. So any links relevant to this show, you'll find below. So do go and check them out, including my Twitter link, DTube, um, etc. Um, so what I'm saying on this video, guys, is please, in the early days of buying and owning Bitcoin, treat whatever you've bought as if it's worth millions in terms of how you protect it and how you potentially leave it for your loved ones. Because absolutely none of us know whether we're here to tomorrow or not. There's a saying, isn't there? Um, tomorrow is, is the day we were promised yesterday and tomorrow never comes. Okay, so value your Bitcoin, um, value your private keys or indeed your recovery seed if you've got a trezor, like your life, your family's life, your siblings down through the generations depend on it because their financial futures really do depend on it. So as always, my philosophy is have a strong hand. Buy, put on your trezor, forget. Do nothing with it. Sounds boring. Do nothing with it. Just wait it out. Let several years go by. And I promise you, as I've said before, in a financial, from a financial perspective, you will be in a fantastic place if you do just that. So strong hand, buy, hold, delayed gratification. As your Bitcoin grows, the tendency is to go out and buy the new car or the house or the holiday or whatever. Don't do it. Um, there's a saying that Adam uses, and I really love it, and I can't think what it is. It's offended at selling my Bitcoin. I would be totally and utterly offended if I had to sell any of my Bitcoin. I know 20-odd years ago I bought some gold, and I got in a bit of a financial pickle, and I had to sell it. And if I hadn't have sold that gold today, I'd have a pot worth over £11 million sterling but I sold it. So that's not happening with my Bitcoin. So um, depending on how you view long term, if I'm not here to enjoy it, my children and grandchildren will be. So value your wealth in Bitcoin, buy and hold, delay gratification, have that strong hand, stop looking at charts. Don't worry if the Bitcoin goes up or down because over the medium to long term, it will go up, I promise you. That is our show for today, guys. Thanks again for being with me. Um, as always, can I please encourage you all to hit the like button? 
Can I encourage you to subscribe so we can spread um, the people watching and listening to this and they'll tell their friends that are not in Bitcoin yet. I really want to get this message out to the world. So please like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, follow me on Twitter at UK Bitcoin Master and on Steemit and DTube at Buzz27. That is our show for today, guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week and I'll catch up with you on the next show next Thursday. Have yourselves a great Bitcoin day.